1: everyone, thank you for joining me. I'm your host Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Um, we're going to do a wonderful show and um, we're talking about today Rowan and Wade uh, being overturned and how that will affect women's money and um you know i'm specifically talking about women's money here because women when they have you know more and more children there um they have less and less money so hence the reason it affects women far more than it affects men um i know the men listening will go no it doesn't but it actually does so Um, Roe and Wade well it was you know the law in America for nearly 50 years and then um, it was overturned last year by Dobbs and Jackson so Roe and Wade um, gave women the right to have abortions and Dobbs and Jackson um, overturned that and said um um, that it wasn't a constitutional right at all. It was a matter for state and federal governments. So depending, as you know, you know all this. So depending on what state you were in, depended on uh, in America, it depended on what laws then came into effect. And it was hugely controversial, um, correctly so in my view. Um, But I'm not going to talk a lot about whether I agree with it or I don't agree with that. I think you know, every woman on the planet pretty much doesn't agree with that. I think every woman thinks that uh, it's a woman's right to choose whether she wants to move forward with the pregnancy or whether she doesn't, um, especially if it's a high-risk pregnancy like an ectopic pregnancy or something like that, then a woman should absolutely be entitled to uh, terminate the pregnancy when her life is in danger or if the baby is you know severely disabled that's my personal view on it everyone else might have other views and that's fine but you know how does not being able to terminate a pregnancy um, affect a woman's money and Obviously, the more children that you have, the less money you have. Children are very, very expensive to raise. I think um, in Australia they say it costs a million dollars per child to raise from, you know, zero to 18. And um, so it's hugely expensive to raise a child. And if you, um, you know, your contraception fails or, you know, you're, um, you're raped um, or sexually assaulted and you know you end up being pregnant and you don't have any way to terminate that pregnancy that you're forced to have a child then it's going to impact your money and it's really going to impact mostly the money of um, you know vulnerable women women that are already um, in poverty or close to poverty and it doesn't really matter you know what race you are if you're you know. Um, under the poverty line or on the poverty line an extra mouth to feed is hugely significant it makes all the difference of whether you can provide food or not and if you are you know around on or below the poverty line it will also affect whether you can house yourself and your children or not so it's very significant to women's money and it's also significant not only to women's money but to women's education. If you've got a lot of children and not very much money, it's much more difficult to have the time um, and the resources to get better educated. So it's a flow-on effect. Education um, allows people generally to earn better money but especially women and i found in my early years you know when i was in my late teens and early 20s and i hadn't gone to university yet um and my ability to earn a really good income was really really limited and i became very aware of that very quickly um and um You know, I think I've told you all before that, you know, I came from um, a reasonably well-off family, quite an affluent family. And, you know, in our family, my parents were like, when you turn 18 and you have a job, like move out of home, like we've done our job. Um, I didn't move out till I was 19, Um, but I had a job and moved in with friends and got a real, really rude shock. You know, I had to, everything was completely different. And... Then I realised that the best way out of that was to get educated and I became a lawyer and, of course, you know, started to earn a really good income. So that's my story and that's so many other women's stories that, you know, one way out of being on the poverty line or below the poverty line is to get educated. And if you've got more children than you can cope with, um, then Um, You don't have the time to go and get better educated. You don't have the ability. You're so busy just keeping it all together as it is that to do anything more is just um, inaccessible to you. So that's the flow-on effect. If you've got one or two children, getting educated is much easier than if you've got four or five children. Um, And it really, you know, if you have a a full-time partner helping you much easier and much easier to get educated um, than not if if that's where you're at. But if you're on your own and a lot of women um, are on their own, then a lot of men, you know, um, a lot of men stay and they're great dads and great partners, but there are some men that just goes, not my problem. This is just not my problem. This is your problem. Whether you have another child or not is your problem. It's not my problem. Completely disagree with, you know, men that think that way, of course, um, but there are some men that do think that way, that it really isn't their problem and they just walk away and it has no effect on them. So, um, you know, it is a very big deal and it's a very big deal for women um wanting to better themselves and um and and finding that they are forced to have a child or a couple of children that they wouldn't have normally had yeah. before uh, Rowan Wade was overturned. they would have um, had. A termination and moved on with their lives and I've read you know some things that said that women um that were on or below the poverty line would have you know terminations later in the pregnancy, mainly because they didn't have the money and the and that's probably very true and if they couldn't afford a termination, how on earth are they going to afford to feed that baby so you're going to find more and more people you know. Um, women especially who are on the poverty line fall below the poverty line and um, you know and that's very difficult and I don't know because I don't live in America I don't know what resources they have so I'm not even going to comment on it from that point of view but um one of the reasons that I decided to do this show today was when I was overseas, I was um at the beginning of December. Um, people were asking me what I thought about Rowan Wade. I was sort of like, you know um Rowan Wade being overturned, and I was you know loath to give my opinion. but one of my, one thing I did say is, you know, If I was in America, if I was an American woman, uh, certainly of childbearing age, um, my stance on it would be, you know, how dare you affect my fertility? Um, And if you men that made, uh, that largely made this decision want to affect my fertility, well, I will damn well affect your fertility. And the quickest way to do that, and this is like right across the board, every child every woman of childbearing age would need to do this for this to really work but it would be very quick and effective in my view and that's simply I am not having sex with any man that has not had a vasectomy go and if you want to have sex with me go and get a vasectomy and eight weeks after the vasectomy I will have sex with you now, as soon as you start to affect a man's fertility a man's rights and what he wants, then things will change really quickly. Um, as soon as all those judges' wives say, you know what, dear, I'm not having sex with you because I'm of childbearing age and you've now said um, in your decision uh, overturning Roe and Wade that I can't have uh, a termination if I want to and um, or, you know, if... Um, you know, if the pregnancy may harm me, i.e. I might die or harm the child, Um, that is the child might die, Um, so I'm not going to have sex with you until you go and have a vasectomy. And vasectomies are reversible and they're so easy to have. So it would be really, really quick and easy to, you know, um, really make an impact as soon as you're making an impact on men's fertility um, and men's sexuality let me tell you there will be an outcry what the hell is going on who made this decision there is an outcry cry because it's a Affecting men's fertility. And you are, the women are then taking their power back. They are taking their own fertility back. And they are now putting it on the man and saying, I can't be sure there is no contraception, not one that gives 100% foolproof guarantee. I can always fall pregnant. It doesn't matter how tiny, how slim the possibility is, but I can fall pregnant on any, every form of contraception. The only form of contraception that is guaranteed that I will not fall pregnant is you having a vasectomy. That's the only thing. Eight weeks after a man has a vasectomy, a woman will not fall pregnant. And let's face it, a vasectomy is reversible. So a man saying, well, I want children someday. Well, that's fine. You can have children someday because it's reversible. So it's not going to hurt you. It's going to hurt the man, but it will mean that The woman having sex with him is completely safe from having children until she wants to. So there's no ifs butts or maybe she is completely safe from having children until she wants to and of course he wants to until he's prepared to have the vasectomy reversed so I mean it means that you know both people in the relationship are far more in control of the fertility there's no you know Ability for a woman on that basis just to accidentally on purpose fall pregnant, she can't, he's had a vasectomy. So um, that would be my attitude. Tell me what you think about that. We are now going to a break. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. Uh, you are watching or listening to It Starts With A Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back in just a minute. Do you want to go out, my darling? Okay
0: many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love be abundant be fearless be mindful and create an amazing life tune into it starts with a dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life are you ready are you ready to create an amazing life then join us for it starts with a dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? email, become a host at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
0: This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With A Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspired Choices Network, and today we're talking about Rowan Wade being overturned and how that affects women's money. And before the break, I was saying, you know, obviously the more children that a woman has, um, the more it affects Um, her money and um, if you're in a couple then it it affects the family's money Um, and my um, what I would be doing and if I was of childbearing age and I was in America is I'd be saying to men I'm not having sex with you until you have a vasectomy Um, because that is the only form of contraception that really is a hundred percent um, that you will not fall pregnant after eight weeks. And I love it when people chat to me, um, come into the chat room and put their thoughts in. Um, Christine said, and that's not a hundred percent, um, either. Well, it is a hundred percent after the first eight weeks, the first six to eight weeks, you can, a woman can still fall pregnant. Um, but after that, um, the man, um, cannot impregnate a woman. So that's why I'm saying, you know, Just insist, insist that if you don't want any more children or you don't want children now, then, you know, the women of of America who are of childbearing age should be saying to any potential um, sexual partners, I am not having sex with you until you have vasectomy. I do not want a child. I do not want to risk having a child. There is no termination um anymore or it's very, very limited. I know in some um in some um um states you can still have a termination up to 15 weeks um so but other than that there are some apparently that you can have um you can't have a termination at all regardless of um where you are in the pregnancy so in those states it would be absolute even if I was married if I'd had my children and I was that's it I've had two or three kids I don't want any more then insist that they have a vasectomy and um um, because then you know you are not going to fall pregnant and someone's just put my nest was born oh because my brother my brother didn't get a follow up. Yeah. I know couples that have had babies Um, you know where the woman's fallen pregnant after the man's had a vasectomy but it was in the first six weeks um after he's had the vasectomy and they thought that they were you know safe and everything was fine um and of course um that wasn't and um so that's why i'm saying um eight weeks and um uh, some christine's just put in the chat they have to have a follow-up to make sure it takes Yeah. So. you know, but it's easy to reverse if you're, you know, a young woman at university or just, you know, a young woman, um, and you don't want to have any children for another ten or twelve years. Then that's what I would be saying because it really affects, you know, even if you, um, you know, do get educated, you go to university or whatever, and you've got some young children then it's harder to get a job so even if you do get educated then it's harder to get a job Um, because you know a lot of when you're just starting out in a career a lot of employers want you know want you almost 24 hours seven days a week they really put you into long hours they do it over here you're just starting out and they expect you to work quite long hours and that's impossible with young children and so it's much harder to get a job um, in your chosen field and to you know work your way up the ranks and so it does affect your money and it does affect whether you can climb the socio-economic ladder which is what you're trying to do and so the longer you can put off having children you know to your late 20s or possibly even in your late 30s so that you can get your career established get educated get your career established then the better off you are. And so um, an unwanted pregnancy um, where you're forced to have the child is certainly um, not something that you would want. And um, so that was my... Um, my answer to the problem, um, it was, you know, it's a simple answer and maybe too simplistic. You might all come and say, no, it's not that easy. Um, And I'd love to hear what your thoughts and feedback are. You might think it's a great idea. Yeah, I'm going to take that on. I'm going to do that, see how it works. But it will only really work if every woman's doing it because a man will go, okay, well, if you're not going to sleep with me, I'll go to uh, another woman who will. Um, But if all of the women are saying no no sorry no you've got to have a vasectomy then um, um, you know if he really doesn't want to if he really objects to it then um, he will you know men will start really complaining about it but here's the thing there's no complaints from men when it's a woman's fertility affected and it is your fertility affected Um, this decision has really affected women's fertility in America Um, and that's you know that's not on but when you start affecting men's fertility it's a whole different ball game when you put it back on them it's a whole different ball game now it may be that you've got you know really good um, child support Uh, in America where men have to pay a reasonable child support and we've got um, a good child support system here too. But no matter how good the child support system is, you know, if you're not married to the father, it doesn't really cover the costs of um, of what it costs to raise a child. It really doesn't. I mean, you might be getting you know, $350 or even $550 a month for your child. Um, And that might not even cover your rent or not even cover your food bill. It's not truly going to cover half the cost of raising that child or those children, um, even if it's a pretty good system like we have here. Um, And we've got a system where depending on how many children you have, depends on how much money is taken out of the non-custodial parent's salary. But it's taken straight out before they even get it. So it's not a matter of waiting for your ex-partner to pay you. It's taken out like taxes taken out and it's automatically put into your bank account, you know, every month. So it's a good system. But even when you sit and work it out and you say, okay, well, you know, the woman's getting X amount of dollars per month for the children and then you work out what it's really costing to raise those children i mean the the money she's receiving from the you know husband is very you know it's very small comparatively it probably works out to be you know maybe fifteen or even twenty percent maybe not even that of what it truly costs to raise a child um even with just basic things so you know having a good um system you know the non-custodial parent pay the custodial parents all very well but it really um isn't half of what it truly costs and i know a lot of men out here just say you know I pay my child support and I'm not paying for another thing. I've paid it this month. I've paid it every month and I'm not paying, not another thing. I'm not buying, you know, a computer, for example, that the child needs for school, which is, you know, $1,000 to $2,000. No, I've paid my $400 a month for the whole year, She can save it up over that. I mean, it's a silly, you know, argument to have, but men have it. No, I've paid my child support and I'm not paying another thing. And not all men, but some men. And as I said, it really does not, um, child support really doesn't truly um, cover the 50% 50 percent of raising a child that it should so and and i've heard men say she just keeps having another child this is out here she keeps having another child so she can get more child support and she you know can live the life of riley and um live a really good life and uh, live it up big and i've heard other men say that you know i pay this child support and it goes nowhere near the child and it, it absolutely does even if it doesn't go directly towards the child it will go indirectly to to the child anyhow. So, you know, a good child support system is fabulous, but it's not the be all and end all, and it's certainly not the answer to um, overturning Rowan Wade, and it's certainly not the answer of, um, well, you know, she's still got... sorry i'm reading a um something Oh, was someone's put something in the chat room was riley working 24 7 365 days a week now the life of riley is having a good life like like a really wealthy life um it's um it's when you're not working 24 7 365 days a week you're living the life of riley it means um in australia you're living the high life you, you've got it easy so um so yeah so having children it's really expensive so it limits firstly it drains what you've already got um the money that you've already got secondly it makes it more and more difficult for um a woman to get educated Thirdly, it makes it more and more difficult for a woman to climb the corporate ladder, as it were, um, because she's got to get home to these kids. Who's going to look after the kids? And does she have someone that can, you know, look after the kids? What's childcare like? Is childcare really cheap or is childcare really expensive? So um, all of those sorts of things, if you've got Four or five kids in childcare, you know, probably every cent you earn, you earn will, will cover childcare. So um, it's all of these other things that people don't think about that, you know, really is expensive. You know, they, they, you know, I've heard people say, well, you can put, you know, four kids in a one-bedroom apartment. Oh my lord, can you just imagine that? Um, And, um, and you probably can in theory, but honestly, could you just imagine four kids in a one bedroom apartment? Like it would be, and just to feed four kids, especially if you had four growing boys, they might be fine by the time, you know, until they got to 10 or 11. But once they turn 11 and 12 and they're growing, you know, in their teenage years, boys eat a packet so to have four boys as teenagers would be like oh my god so expensive so it's all of these other things that people don't think about that hasn't been thought about of how it impacts women's finances how it impacts their bottom line and that's the the real problem with overturning rowan wade um is the bottom how it's going to affect you know the middle class down we know that the the wealthy or and even the middle class to some extent will probably find a way around it will probably be able to you know um earn enough that bit more money for that other child that um that they're having but it's really from the middle class down that it's really going to affect so it may mean more and more people you know go under the poverty line that may mean that women that would normally have been middle class women now are, are sitting on the poverty line and really really struggling it will have a massive impact on women and their finances. Um, and it will probably also impact women's ability to divorce because they will probably need to, to stay within their marriage, a marriage that they wouldn't have normally stayed in because of the number of children that they've had to have, that they've had accidentally. So we're going to a break. We'll talk more about this after the break. I'm Bromwyn Smith, I'm your host today. You are listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network and I'll be back in just a moment.
0: Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self. And live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: Are you a subject matter expert? Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspirechoicesnetwork.com.
0: This is it starts with a dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. To work with her one-on-one.
1: Hi everybody, welcome back to It Starts with a Dream. I'm your host Bronwyn Smith, and you are on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about Rowan Wade being overturned and the impact on that will have on women's finances. And I was speaking earlier about you know it affecting women who are really sitting on. Um, The poverty line or below the poverty line already and having difficulty you know um, feeding themselves and their children and housing themselves and their children and it may mean for those women that they cannot house the children and they're homeless or they can't feed those children um, and herself properly and um you know, to say, well, she shouldn't have them all. Well, now she doesn't have a choice but to have them. Now that choice has been limited by Roe and Wade overturned. That may have been an argument 12 months ago, but now it's not an argument with Roe and Wade being overturned. That isn't an argument anymore. Um, And it's up to the the states in America to um, legislate about, you know whether women can have um a termination, can terminate their pregnancy, or if they can, you know whether they've got twelve or fifteen or twenty weeks, and it will change from state to state. Now, wealthier women will no doubt just go into state. And um have a termination then so it's not going to force wealthy women who could probably afford uh, another child or two. It's not going to affect them as much as the women who are on on the poverty line or below the poverty line. they you know were having difficulty um, before with the cost of a termination now having to go into state. Um, to have a termination will probably just be a step too far. And um, for some women... You know, having the money to have a termination, even if they can in the first 15 weeks, um, may be, you know, too long, not enough time for them to save the money. Um, So there's all these problems even around having a termination. And if they can't afford a termination, they are certainly not going to be able to afford to feed another mouth. They just are not going to have the money to house, clothe and feed another child. So um, my answer to it is, you know, women who are of childbearing age um, should say to their partner or their prospective partner I'm not sleeping with any man who has not had a vasectomy that is the only thing that is really um, 100% that I won't uh, fall pregnant the pill isn't 100% an IUD all the other forms of contraception that women can take are not 100% and we've all heard of women that have been on the pill or had an IUD and have fallen pregnant so the only thing that really works is for a man to have a vasectomy and then she knows that she's not going to fall pregnant and have an unwanted pregnancy um, and have another child to feed if she's unable to um get a termination um, at all or within the time frame and there was an Australian woman um, late last year that went to America and was stopped entering America and um, and was asked, you know, did you go to Australia for a termination? And she's like, I'm Australian. And they apparently um, stopped her for a couple of hours. She said it was absolutely harrowing to, you know, be cross-examined about, you know, if she'd ever had a termination. Have you ever had a termination? You know, it was like, she was like, that's none of your business. But no, I have um, and she said it was absolute, freaked her completely out. She was on the border trying to get into America and she was being asked whether she'd ever had a termination or whether she'd left America to go to Australia um, to have a termination, And um, but she'd never been to America. It was the first time entering America. She was about, I've forgotten how old she was. She was about 20, 20, 21, I think, and she was just going there for she was going there to do some type of work um, that um, she had all the right phases so she hadn't done anything wrong but um, she uh, was going there to do some type of work she had all the correct phases and she said you know after that experience she sort of um, they led her into America she said she left very quickly after Um, and she was like I just wanted to come home wanted to come back to Australia and she couldn't um, she she was so shocked that she was um, asked those sorts of questions. Um, and I've since heard a couple of other Australian women come out and say the same thing that when they were trying to enter uh, enter America, they were similarly asked those sorts of questions. You know, had they ever had a termination? Had they ever had an abortion? I mean, what? what does that matter they're entering the states for a holiday or to do whatever work and they've got the proper credentials and visas to do that so um i you know it it seems from the outside looking in that it may not you know, be such a big change because there are still um, states in America where they've legislated that you can have an abortion up to being 15 weeks pregnant. But then when we hear things like that of um, Australians and probably other people, um, people from other countries going into America and being quizzed and questioned uh, for significant lengths of time about whether they've ever had an abortion, um, that changes the scope of what's really going on in America and how this case, how overturning Rowan Wade has really um, affected, um, you know, everybody and the perspective of everyone. So Dobbs and Jackson's a very um, significant case um, Probably not in a really good way, unfortunately, as well. So, um, but, you know, it will affect women's finances far more than men's finances. Um, They're not saying, oh, well, you know, because women can't have a termination now and they've got more children, then men should be paying, you know, 50% of the upkeep of the child. They haven't increased how much a woman's going to get. And um, probably, because they think the amount that a woman gets now is appropriate um and um then, and it's not, so they haven't um you know they haven't properly looked at it, and that's not the point anyhow. it should be a choice. I've always thought it should be a choice and um, and when it affects your choice to be educated, when it affects your choice to um uh, to, um, uh, climb the corporate ladder. I've just lost my train of thought to climb the corporate ladder and, um, and to you know, get out of poverty, to get, you know, into the middle class, to be able to buy yourself a home, to be able to look after the children that you have or that you may have and, you know, being sometimes, you know, being midway through university and finding that you're pregnant and that you can't have termination will affect you know, being able to finish your degree will, will affect being able to pay to finish your degree as well. So it has so many ramifications uh, for women. And I think in the next 10 years, you'll find more and more single parents and even more and more couples going down on or below the poverty line. So it will really have an impact on um Um, you know how people live whether people can afford to buy the basics food shelter clothes and it may be that in the next 10 years there are more and more people living below the poverty line which will certainly affect the economy as well and um, so um, and then also as I was saying before the break the wealthier people will find a way they'll find a way to go to another state to have a termination they'll find a way to get around it it may be that they you know um have a partner who can work harder and bring in more money so it will be um women who are on or below the poverty line but it will also affect um women Divorcing, as I was saying earlier, because they just won't be able to. So it may be that women are forced to stay in more abusive relationships than they normally would have. They normally may have been able to get out of that abusive relationship and been able to cope with you know, two children, but three or four is just a step too far. And so they have to stay in a relationship that they would not normally um, stay in. So it's really going to have a lot of social ramifications in my view, but mainly financial for women which is a real shame because women over the last 50 odd years have made huge strides um, both in being educated and in changing the way they think about um, being educated having a career having a family being married all of those sorts of things those sorts of things have really changed for the better in the last 50 years and um, you know it seems that this Decision of Dobson and Jackson and overturning Roe Ro and Wade will really start taking us back because it will be harder for women to get educated. It will be harder for women to make those choices because, especially when women are younger, they are more likely to have unwanted pregnancies. Not every woman, but some women, you know, do have unwanted pregnancies even if they're on contraception and they're doing everything that they should be doing that's just the you know what life deals them and now not having the ability to having a termination in some states and being limited in other states will affect them being able to get educated them being able to climb the corporate ladder them being able to earn really good um, incomes and support themselves and support their children So it will have a very big impact socially, economically um, on, on women generally. And a lot of commentators I think in America have been, a lot of female commentators I've heard, have been talking a lot about it, that this will really put women back. And they've been saying, you know, Um, go and vote and vote against this and kick them you know the men out of parliament essentially um, who are not going to bring in laws that allow women to have terminations Um, but my view is you know start at grassroots and stop men having uh, sex in the first place unless they've had a vasectomy and just insist upon it I'm not having sex with any man unless they can show me that they have had a vasectomy and they've had a vasectomy over eight weeks ago so I know I'm not going to fall pregnant and therefore I'm not going to you know, not have the rights that we've enjoyed um, now that, you know, that we've worked hard to get over the last 50 years. It's time for a break. Um, I'm Bronwyn Smith, your host. It starts with a dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back in just a minute.
0: Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app,
0: This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. I'm Bronwyn Smith,
1: your host and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and that's a great idea. Come and work with me. Come and email me at uh, bromwain at BromwynSmith.com or book a discovery call at bromwinsmith.com and really change your life um, for the better. Change your finances if that's what you want to do or change, um, you know, your ability to dream and, you know, create your dream life and learn the steps from going from it just being a dream in your head to actually being your reality i really i love working with women doing that it's so much fun especially if you're divorced or separated um often women really need a lot of help when they're divorcing um they're going through all of these um you know emotional stages and um, they feel like they're drowning and to have um, a coach who they can ring up and go am I going crazy no you're not so it's a great idea come and work with me um, give me a call Uh, book a discovery call or send me an email and we can have a chat to see if we're a great fit so today we're talking about Roe and Wade being overturned and the impact that that will have on women's finances Um, and as I was saying before the break I've heard lots of commentators you know say go to the ballot box make sure you vote make sure women vote and vote out parliamentarians that aren't putting in the desired laws for so that women can continue to have terminations um, when they need to. And um, my view is that's a great idea, but go to grassroots and just say to men, if you're at childbearing age, you know what, I'm not even having sex with you unless you have a vasectomy. And I'm... Um, um, And if you're not prepared to do that, then that's fine. And if all women of childbearing age, both married and single, are doing that, just saying, I don't want any more children or I don't want any children at the moment, and the only way to ensure that is for you to have a vasectomy, which is reversible, then, um, you know, that's what you've got to do. Come back when you've done it and you can show me that you've done it. And, um, And then I know I'm safe and I know I'm safe to you know, for us to have a sexual relationship, um, because it's much easier you know a man can just up and leave if you accidentally fall pregnant no I don't want to be a father yet see ya um and um you know and you're stuck there you can't have a termination and you're forced to have this child um or it's not easy to have a termination and you're forced to have the child and raise a child you know and I was saying earlier I've said a couple of times it makes it harder to get educated it makes it harder to climb the corporate ladder um it makes it harder to put the hours in to a new career when you're just starting out, and everybody's got to do that. Let's face it. So it makes it harder to to become financially independent if you've had, you know, even one child that um, you've had very young, and um, and you haven't got your career. Um, up and running um, yet you might be still at university or just starting out your career's not up and running and it makes it so much harder to do that so um, you know the best way is just to only um, have a sexual relationship with a man that's had a vasectomy and I think if all women did it in America, if all childbearing women did in America, I think you would find the laws would be changed very very quickly so or it might just turn out to be a really good thing that couples come together and decide when they want to have a child because he's had a vasectomy, so she can't fall pregnant accidentally, and so they have to both be on the same page and he goes and has the vasectomy um 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 swapped around i can't think of the word and um and then she can fall pregnant so it might turn out to be you know a really good thing not just in america but everywhere in the world so um but it really will affect women's um uh, finances long term it may be you know you might find the Um, wealthy families become wealthier and middle class and lower, you know, people living on the poverty line and below the poverty poverty line actually become poorer. So it might just make that divide um, much greater. And we won't know for, you know, five to probably 10 years, we won't really be able to see how it affects everybody, um, you know, And everybody's finances for another probably 10 years for another decade. And then by that stage, it might have just like fallen apart when you, it might be that there are so many people living on the poverty line or below the poverty line that to move them. Back up into middle class might be so difficult. We just don't know the effect, the actual effect. The one effect we do know we do know it will affect women's finances, um, totally affect women's finances, and it will affect couples' finances as well to some extent. But mostly women's finances because it's largely women that raise children. Now it might be that over the next how many years, women say, you know what? I can't have a termination. The man can raise the child. I'm going to go off and finish university, have a career, climb the corporate ladder. He can raise the child and I'll pay him child support and see the child on weekends. So it might we might find there's a huge reversal of roles because of that. So it will be very interesting to see what happens in America um, in the next ten, ten years, but I don't think this decision will force uh, women in higher, you know, socio-economic um, status to have more and more children. They will have the number of children they want, whether that be one or five or ten. They will have exactly the number they want, and then they'll stop at that number. Um, so it won't be forcing really wealthy women to have more children um, if they want to, you know. Um, climb the corporate ladder, they will continue to do so. It'll be women, um, as I say, in the lower socioeconomic um, areas that it will really affect and it will affect them um, more than any other than the wealthier women. So that's what I think about Rowan Wade being overturned. I think um, that's what I think how it will affect women's finances. And I hope um, that Um, you've you know you found my thoughts interesting I would love to hear what you think and how you think it's going to affect women's finances and whether it will affect women's finances at all whether you think insisting that men um, have a vasectomy before you have a sexual relationship with them will work I'd love to hear your thoughts about that as well or if you just simply think that going to the ballot box and voting will be sufficient to make change changes. to um, you know what the states uh, legislate in terms of women being able to have a termination so I've really enjoyed the show I hope you have if you would like to work with me please it's a great idea um, I'd love to chat to you about it email me at brumwin at or book a discovery call on my website which is Bromwinsmith.com. Um, or of course you can go and buy my book it starts with a dream it is on um uh, uh in the uk it's on all amazon and go and buy that it's a really great book i know it will really help your finances um lots of women have come back and said oh my goodness you know i can't believe that just making a few changes has really um, affected um, my finances a lot. I've got a lot more savings. It was way easier than I thought, which is why I write the book. It is much easier than you think. And the book's great. And I know you're going to really love it. And as I said, it's on Amazon.com. But if you want to work with me, if you are divorcing and you need the support or you need the support to really get your finances in order, or you completely want to change your life, then uh, book a discovery call or email me at Bromwyn
0: Thank you for Bye. listening to It Starts With A Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com. It starts with a dream with Bronwyn Smith returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.